Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, season two of the Robicelli Argument Clinic. I am Allison Robicelli. With me always is my husband and uh, partner and everything, Matt Robicelli. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yes, and our bestie and producer extraordinaire, Evan Seiple. Say hi. Hi. And uh, our our mascot, Mila the cat. <laughs> Barely get her. Mila loves interfering with the show but doesn't yeah. like being on mic she's super excited today because we have um a whole bunch of gobbler sandwiches from wawa we're going to talk about in a second but yes it is the weekend I'm scared it is the weekend before thanksgiving which is uh used to be my least favorite holiday and is now my favorite holiday because a few years ago matt and i said fuck this and we're not going to do anything remotely thanksgivingy and it's kind of the best because I, I mean, like I, Matt and I, when do we start writing Thanksgiving recipes? Like March? Um, let's see. Jesus was born on <laughs> December 25th, yes. 0, 0, 0, 0, So probably 20 days after that. Yeah. In, in food media, usually like you get through the holidays and then, then they start right back up. Then you spend. Yeah. Then you spend January working out your budgets for the year. And then you're like. All right, holiday content. See, my favorite was, hey, uh, Allison, Matt, we need a cranberry sauce recipe. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah. You know how hard it is to find cranberries in March? <laughs> yeah, I remember one one year uh, Chopped called us and they were, they wanted to use our stuff in the baskets. What was it? They Their wanted stuff? To, yeah, they wanted us to do like a cranberry. We used to make a cranberry meringue pie mm. yeah. at, uh, at the shop and they were like, we want your cranberry meringue pie for one of the baskets for a holiday episode. As an ingredient? Yes, yeah, as an exactly. ingredient. <laughs> and uh, it was like March and we couldn't find fresh cranberries anywhere because they were completely out of Man, season. I tried. I was like, oh, if I mix cranberry juice with yeah. some craisins we, we, we <laughs> were like, trying to figure it out. We Re were, rehydrate the craisins. Yeah, exactly. It did not work and the pie was gray. <laughs> yeah, we were calling people like, who who put cranberries in their freezer? Who stocked up? And I don't Yeah, really you know, th that's the thing. Hey, supermarkets, freeze your cranberries. Yeah. I, I was, so I, everyone I was, can have them all year round. I was just about to say when they're in season, go buy a whole bog of yeah. them and then uh, freeze them. There are people who do that, but um, most people don't. Why would I think of that, Evan? Well, yeah, but like... Planning ahead? <laughs> like I ever do that. <laughs> Here's a common argument around Thanksgiving. I see people having on um, in the takeout comments and on Twitter and everything that if turkey and cranberry sauce and everything was so great, you'd have them more than once a year. And... Uh, that is true. You and I almost never make turkey at home for dinner. Because like, I hate turkey. Now, turkey's fine. Just turkey's boring. Like no, I uh, turkey. The only way for me is turkey on a sub roll, yeah. which will get. You know how I know it's upsetting okay. you that saying sub turkey turkey sandwiches. People <laughs> eat all year round. Um, roast turkey. People don't. It's a lot of turkey. Like you want to talk about the worst turkey? Boar's head came out with this Aloha turkey. Ooh. It is tastes like pineapple on it or something. It's like supposedly like some pineapple brown sugar and a pineapple brown sugar glaze. But uh, apparently when they made it, they I guess the guy had a stomach flu and also had the <laughs> taste of vomit in his mouth. That's a great that's what descriptor. Because that's, that's what it tastes like. It literally tastes like vomit. I have not tasted Boar's this. Boar's Head is not a sponsor of this program. I like Boar's Head. I was actually, we're working on a, on a ham cookie recipe right now. And it's like, I was going through the Boar's Head website the other day. I'm like, God, they have so much wonderful meat. But now Matt's ruined it for two, me. Two things. One, what is a ham cookie? Two, I saw an article about a Peking duck style turkey. And I want it. Oh, God. Well, a ham mm. cookie... 
uh, is a recipe that I am working on. Well, Matt and I, because Matt and I do everything together. Um, everything. 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 Um, we have one of those side-by-side toilets at home. <laughs> the love toilet. It's creepy. Like, we... <laughs> think a lot of stuff at the same time and share a brain so sounds like me and my girlfriend oh uh, yes your new girlfriend shout out shout out to the new girlfriend how long have you been dating now uh three months she's sweet i like her a lot she was really nice the one time i met her the one time i met her we thought that she was great <laughs> so great for you evan's girlfriend <laughs> thank you thank you um but yeah let's get to the wawa sandwiches because we've been looking at them for like 45 minutes I'm, now. And I think Mila's going to have a heart attack Mila, if we don't eat them. Yeah, that's that's where we came around. I, Mila, our, our producer, wants us to eat these sandwiches. I'm so, legitimately afraid. So um, the best part about Thanksgiving, if you ask anybody what the best part of Thanksgiving is, everybody says the Thanksgiving leftovers. People just want to skip to the leftovers, as I do. And Wawa, is Wawa... Where the, is Wawa just a Jersey thing, or is no. it an East Coast no. thing? No, they're, 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 they're everywhere. Headquartered in Philly, yeah. uh, they have locations all up and down the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. It, so I used to call it instead of the Mason Dixon line, it was the uh, Waffle House IHOP line. Oh, that's actually but that's actually smart. Now yeah. I feel like the lines have been blurred so much that there's no point anymore because Wawa's in Maryland. There are people who consider it like a Maryland thing. It is not. I'm sorry. Hoagie is not a fucking Maryland term. Get over it. Uh, and I am very upset that they are, quote, the official hoagie of the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens, whereas Royal Farms, a Baltimore, Maryland-based company, is the official nothing of anything except that they have a billboard on I-83 that says the official sub of the Baltimore Ravens. There's so much to unpack here. Whereas, really, whereas because... Sheets, with a Z, is just the sort of redheaded stepchild of the oh. mall. I will uh, find out. Oh my out. god! Okay. I, had the, I had the worst run in at a sheet. Okay, first off, okay, we will get to sheets in a minute. Right now, we're going to get to these sandwiches. So, <laughs> oh Wawa, we have like twenty minutes of uh, things to talk about about Wawa. Um, they have this sandwich called the Gobbler, which comes out every November, which is like a Thanksgiving sandwich. Mm. So, um, how do we want to eat these on air? Carefully, um, um, I think we should actually pause. Like, we'll seamlessly pause the recording. Pretend like we are eating on mic, but not. We uh, we just took a bite, an instant bite, and teleported. Oh, it's like television time. Well, you're the producer, so let's eat. I think the first bite we'll do live, and then we'll say, okay, the next bite that we take, we're going to do it off mic and, you know, instantaneously be These right back. These sandwiches are like... Well, just to get into it, this, <laughs> so, so just in case anybody doesn't know... You want to talk about a face for radio, these sandwiches, like... I. I this one doesn't even have turkey. All the turkey an, fell out. It, ew, it's got stuffing and cranberry and some turkey on it's the one piece, of... but not the other. So so the Wawa's Gobbler, uh, I haven't had one in about three years. Oh, the last time it. I had one, I was in a car with four guys, and uh, we were hotboxing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we ended up uh, getting to a Wawa and ordering uh, $70 worth of Gobblers. So Gobbler is gravy, turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce on... A hero roll, which I call it because I'm from New York. Um, these are my favorite kind of rolls. Uh, I my preferred. Well, aside from the the real Philly uh, cheesesteak bread, you know the the kind of crusty, uh, mm-hmm. got some chew to it. But this is my my second favorite sub roll. Uh, it's got the cornmeal dusting on it. I see. Again, growing up in New York, we only had Italian bread. This is um, mushy. Yes. Um, well, that's why you don't want to overload it with like gravy and stuff. No, this it, sandwich it is soaks through. This sandwich is very barely a sandwich. This sandwich, you, it's kind of like it would work better in a bowl. It's like a bowl full of mushy bread mm. and turkey and gravy. Is this a bad thing? Oh fuck no! This is an amazing sandwich. Oh my god. But, this yeah. is 
This is a gas station. Wawa is a gas station. And um, I'm very appreciative them for them making this sandwich. We're just having the regular one now. Yeah, we're having the regular one because they, they actually uh, brought two more and um, new additions ooh, to their, their gobbler because people apparently, I guess, had an uproar or... They just go. We can we no. can monetize this off a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said this is a great sandwich, but it needs potatoes on it. Zero people said that. But while was like, we're still gonna do it. Oh, so this one has it's, it's even sloppier. Yeah. Oh, it's it's gonna progressively get sloppier. We're the new one that just came out. There's two new ones that came out this year. One is the sweet potato one, which contains sweet potatoes instead of stuffing, turkey, and an herbed aioli. That's why a did fancy Aoli- talk for mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, the other one that the lady made at this Wawa, shout out to the Wawa on Washington Boulevard and Hellathorpe. Hellathorpe? Hellathorpe, whatever you call it. I'll get it right once I move to Chicago. Um, they, they, uh, it's a garlic mashed potato with turkey and an aioli and also a shit ton of gravy. Um, she looked at me and goes... Uh, you're going to need extra napkins for this one. I've been chewing off Mike and I'm covered in gravy. Um, You know what they need to do? You got a side of gravy and dip this shit in gravy and make it like a <laughs> See, I like, like a French dip. <laughs> oh I like I like extra cranberry sauce, so I was like, why is Heinz not putting PCs of like how they make ketchup and mustard? They can do PCs of cranberry sauce. You can just kind of Jell oh out. yeah, a little. I mean, little to make packet. grape jelly things. It's the same crap. That's very true. Okay, so this sandwich is so good because again, <laughs> like we said, people don't like Thanksgiving dinner. They just like the turkey. It's like get to the work and overtime part. <laughs> just give me the sandwich. I am upset that I have to wait all year for this sandwich. We can make it at home. <laughs> I know, but like, I'm not making stuffing. That's where the, the the brilliance of the Thanksgiving sandwich comes in, because you need you know, bread on your bread. A yes, but it, it's a situation where a great sandwich exists, but you have to do like four hours of work to get all these different components. Yeah, Thanksgiving is only, it's like it's like some sort of astrological thing where like all the planets line up for only like one day a year, and there's only one day a year where you have roast turkey, cold stuffing, gravy. And uh, cranberry sauce and a giant bowl of sweet potatoes and aioli in your fridge. Hold up. Here's, here's the other thing. I have thing. so much aioli. Tons of aioli. The side of gravy to dip your gravy sandwich in, but also a side of mashed potatoes yes. to dip <laughs> the sandwich. Like you stuff it into the, the mashed potato gravy or mashed potatoes and then dip it in gravy. And then a side Boom. of turkey, a side of cranberry <laughs> sauce, and just a split right. roll. Thanksgiving. They is... do make a bowl, though. They make a bowl of this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is bowl. essentially an excuse to just like get to Friday. So you can either be eating this stuff as a bowl, or you could be eating it as a soup, or you could be eating it as a sandwich. And I think a smart Thanksgiving to have is you make you just go straight to sandwiches. I can't imagine. So Thanksgiving, that's just sandwiches. Yeah, sandwich sandwich giving. It's like snacks giving that we did at the takeout. Yes, please describe. Yes, this. okay. So snacks giving on the takeout was uh, or is um, a 
snacksification of Thanksgiving because everyone <laughs> everyone prefers snacks. You know, in this uh, on-demand society, immediate gratification, etc. Yeah, I don't have time to sit down and carve a turkey. Well, no, who freaking you know you get because to- I have so much to do on my right. phone. Because this this was the same <laughs> shit that we did. When we put together our wedding back in. 2000 when did we get married 2006 yes 2006 no well it's been a long time and 13 uh, long years yeah well we got we got engaged in 2005 and we were putting together our wedding and it was like well what are the parts of the wedding people actually like they like the cocktail hour and when cocktail hour is over everybody's freaking bummed because that means no more access to like pigs in a blanket or any of the good shit and then you got to sit down at a table with people you barely know and it's just i hate weddings weddings are the fucking worst oh my god i just had some deja vu this is just like how she was pitching me that we're not going to have a sit-down dinner and we're going to have a cocktail hour you legitimately had zero you didn't care no i didn't care i just wanted to marry you that's all i wanted oh you're sweet but, Get um, my claws in you. And then everyone in my family is like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, I could do whatever the hell I want. And now, like, that's what people do. People will do a buffet style because, again, I'm doing shit before it's cool. I was a hipster before anything because I was from Brooklyn before it was cool. I was a hipster before it was cool. I was in the food business before it was cool. I mean, I'm just an old sack of shit. But at least I'm a cool old sack of shit. So, um, I mean, even before like Blackberries and iPhones came out, Allison would just sit there with a block of wood and stare at it on the couch. Exactly. And and mimic what what she was developing called texting. I was, no, I was just reading everything. That's what I do now on my phone. I read everything. I was reading shampoo bottles. I was reading like soaps. If there was letters on it, I was reading. So anyway, back to Thanksgiving. (laughs) Back to Thanksgiving. Actually, my my, uh, cousin Marilyn, who we used to go to her Thanksgiving all the time when I was a kid. Um, with all my cousins, does and this stuff. have anything to do with snacks giving? Because that's what we were uh, talking no, about. No, but it does have to do with she always had interesting shampoo bottles to read in the bathroom. Oh, well, props to cousin Marilyn for interesting shampoo bottles. Also, she had that problem that she couldn't smell anything. That's what. Wait, you had Thanksgiving dinner cooked by a person who couldn't smell anything? No, she just had the space for that. She didn't actually do any of the cooking. Fun fact. That's a good idea. Here's a fun fact. I think it's Ben of Ben and Jerry's, or it's Jerry of Ben and Jerry's, was born without a sense of smell and can't taste Well, he things. has a slight sense of smell. No, okay. Well, anyway, I don't know what you know about Ben or Jerry. Well, I saw sp- a thing the other day okay, on I don't TV care. about Shut it. Shut up about Ben and Jerry. Shut up about Ben and Jerry. Well, you brought him up. Yeah, I know, but I didn't need you jumping in and being like, oh, well, actually, he has a little sense of smell. Actually, yourself out. Ben Damn! Ayo, um, no, well, one of them doesn't really smell anything. So when they were making ice cream, and again, flavors are already muted from ice cream because of the cold factor. He'd be like, I can't taste this. Add more stuff, add more stuff. And that's why Ben and Jerry's became such a big thing because like the flavors were so over the top huh. just so either Ben or no-nose Jerry um, could taste them. Uh, so anyway, back to Snacksgiving. The point is, is that if you're having a party, I think everybody should just, again, Get to the work and overtime part. Get to the part you like. So if it's a wedding, make it all cocktail hour. If it's Thanksgiving, <laughs> make it all sandwiches. Make it all snacks. Everybody at a party wants to hang out in the kitchen, and they want to hang out in the living room, and they never want to go to the dining room table because that part is the worst. So just fucking get rid of it. Get rid of it. Nobody needs it. It's stress on the host. All the guests hate it. The food's always like dry or gross because you have to cook. Like no one, like professionals have trouble cooking for like 18 people at a time. You know, that's why we make people do a prefix menu. 
So I have an idea. Thanksgiving doesn't work. It's Matt, a, what, we should idea? we should actually uh, actually as I'm staring at these gobblers because we have two more to try and yes. tell the tell the listeners how we appreciate them or not appreciate them. But hey, how about we buy a bunch of gobblers this week and then actually make stuffing out of them? No, <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> that was like the year Fine. that I made the White Castle stuffing that I thought it was great and oh. I ate like I ate like. A, shit ton of it so is your idea to then use the stuffing at, in a turkey because <laughs> that would be very inception that's like a turducken of a, a turducken it's a it's a turkey stuffing sandwich that once again no seriously stuffing. gobbler sandwich <laughs> stuffing that's on your next oh takeout god. article right there oh my god that is a terrible idea <laughs> sometimes like we'll go pretty far and yo shit. dog i heard this you needed more far. stuffing in your stuffing so we took your stuffing sandwich and stuffed it with stuffing well, actually, what we we used to have a turkey sandwich at our first Robicelli's. Um, that was that, called the Gobbler. It was called the Gobbler. Predates, yeah, predates, predates this. This one. So fuckers. you're welcome, Wawa, for the yeah, idea. Yeah. Also, we used to do a thing called Cupcake Wars. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, and that was taken away. Again, we were cool before it was cool. Yeah. Everyone, when I do shit, people are like, it's crazy. And then it comes out a year later and everyone's like, it's genius. And I'm like, I told you, fuckers. You guys didn't. You didn't. You weren't early adopters of the whole unicorn food bullshit. Oh, no, fuck unicorns. Unicorns are dumb. I mean, well, not, unicorns are cool. The unicorns are cool, but real unicorns, like narwhals and sure. uh, tapestries. Speaking of narwhals, great. have you seen that puppy that's got a tail growing out of its forehead? Ew. And they call him narwhal. Mm. He's cute. It can't wag, though. Oh. <laughs> I feel weird about that. I feel well, you know what that is? It's just an absorbed chimeric twin that like is still has its tail <laughs> oh my coming God. out of the front of his head. Oh, God. Evan, explain to us the science of a puppy absorbing his twin in his face. Oh, I don't know. You know, these two little zygotes, they're they're swimming around in the old uh, uterus of the dog there, and they get too close, and they're still in, like, the morula phase, as it's called. It's, like, very early in development. And then one of them sticks to the other, and then the other one just grows over the other. Oh, my God. And then, uh, yeah, sometimes this happens in people, too. Like, there are people born that have, like, bits of teeth, like, in their chest because they absorbed their... Uh, uh, twin. I've heard that a lot. With oh, really? Chicks. No, you chicks know, will find um, like hair and teeth in their uterus, not their uterus, uh, their ovaries. I I feel like I know somebody who had teeth in their ovary. Yeah. But um. Oh I, oh, and then there are these other like stories from South America. I swear to God, we're done with this after this because this is gross, and we're about to eat gross foods. I I. Oh, that is adorable. <laughs> it's tail. adorable. Okay, we'll post this picture up on um our Facebook page and all that jazz. But go ahead. So tell us about there, South America. Yeah, there are these women who walk into a clinic and be like, "My stomach hurts," and then they'll they'll like do a little ultrasound or something and find a calcified. Uh, a fetus or a twin or something that was absorbed and by this, them. This only happens in South America. It, no, that's usually <laughs> where you'll hear the headline. <laughs> Guatemala, a woman comes into it. <laughs> I don't know why that happens in Guatemala, but I have heard of that. It's probably I, all the Dow chemicals that are flowing through their river systems and uh, water. Yes, God. Just God like bless in that, that movie, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, when she was talking about that <laughs> she had a, a, a lump you... growing out of her neck and they found teeth in the spinal column. I don't remember that's right, that. That's right. I don't remember that. Um, all right, well, so maybe you should pay more attention when you watch movies. No, I nobody. I haven't watched that movie in like fifteen years. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna eat this next sandwich. We are, but we're gonna pause, then cut it up into manageable pieces, and then uh, come back and that's smart. We should comment. We on should them. play a little bit of a cute music for Ooh, yeah. about five seconds. It's a little game we play on CTB show called What's the Bumper? Yes. Okay. So we'll play five seconds of a song. There you go. Okay. All right. All right, we just uh, sampled 
What did we just sample? That was the mashed potato gobbler, which is uh, mashed potatoes, uh, turkey that has the slight resemblance of portobello <laughs> mushrooms, uh, gravy, and a roasted garlic aioli. All right, so I feel like I feel like portobellos would go well with mashed potatoes, though. It would. Portobellos can go pretty well with everything. True that. But um, okay, so one, this was delicious. It was. It was way better than the actual first one. I think there's too much bread in the first gobbler. Well, that's a problem it with sandwiches. It did need cranberry sauce, which Allison forgot to put on it. Wah, wah. At zero point was I asked for cranberry you, sauce. You were no longer allowed to work the kiosk Okay, at so so if you saw this happen, then why didn't you correct it? Have you ever corrected Allison, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Knowing wink. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so... Is this even technically a sandwich? No. Like, but I mean, I, maybe this is a thing with Thanksgiving sandwiches or Dagwood sandwiches or pastrami sandwiches. Like, there's no way you could actually no. eat the bread no. and the meat, and the bread will just essentially dissolve, and that's what happened as here. So, as soon as you pick this sandwich up, it envelops your hand like that movie, The Blob. Yes, and you're like, no, I am one with the mashed potatoes. It, it, there's only way to eat it was the way I ate it, which was just to shove the entire part of it into your mouth yeah and maybe that's the beauty of this is definitely something you eat with a fork maybe that's the beauty of thanksgiving sandwiches it's a form of like anarchy you know because thanksgiving i mean i'm looking at this thing it's just a push yeah. it's a mush pile thanksgiving is about formality and it's about <laughs> having napkin rings and festive plates and sitting down and the next day is literally about eating mashed potatoes with your hands um because you've used all the silverware the day yeah. before. You're like, you know, you're like, I've used too much silverware yesterday. Today we're going to do zero silverware. I am out of laundry pods for my dishwasher. Here, here's uh, how we are going to up the game on our very ethereal event, Chili on Blanc. That'll never happen. Uh, no utensils allowed. <laughs> that was that was the plan until I got crazy busy yeah. and ended up working like four jobs. Um, I mean, also, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't want it? And, you know, we'll just have recycled cans where you could just fill your chili into a can. And, and just, <laughs> just chug chili. Just like chili chugging. Just chili finger chugging. it. Finger your can into your mouth. Oh, well, again, that's something else that comes in <laughs> gas station food. The dispenser of oh, the, yeah. the push button dispenser Ew. of chili. It's literally just diarrhea. Like you should just print out a butthole and put it over that dispenser so that you really do understand what's it's happening. It's very funny, like kind of the lines of what we'll find acceptable as food. Uh, like. Yeah. Like, you'll be very kind of, like, particular. You'll have people on the internet yelling about whether or not chili should have just meat or if beans are okay. But then you'll be okay with, like, pushing a button at a gas station yeah. dispenser and, and being, and like... having it squirt out onto a hot dog that's been sitting on that roller for three, eight, or 20 days. More, uh, or the, the nacho <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean if, if you're yeah. from Texas, you'll be very happy because the chili contains no beans. Yes, yes. I don't even think it contains meat. <laughs> right. I'm also, okay, so when we it, were... It actually just looks like a dog having diarrhea. Right. You guys are like experimenters. Have you have you tr made an impossible chili yet? Uh, yeah, I've made a, a, a possible picadillo beef and stuff. It's fine. Okay. You know, it's fine. Yep. Um, it's fine. So, okay, so growing up in New York City, I did not know about Wawa. <laughs> um, and if you told people from Jersey that, then you would get like a 10-minute lecture about Wawa. 
So I've never really heard of Wawa. I think till your parents, I never had Wawa. I think till your parents moved to that community but, in but Jersey. Do, but do people in New Jersey get indignant about Wawa, like yeah. as if it's theirs? Yes. Because, oh, well, yeah. well, like, that's what mystifies me. Is like it's a Pennsylvania company. Yeah, but I mean, like I think I, I the idea of eating at a gas station was just always fucking bananas to me because if you go to a gas station in new york city they are um you don't want to eat anything that comes out of a gas station in new york city they just remodeled the one by my dad's house and oh, the it's Wawa? super nice and they got rid of the there is no gas station yeah well i mean <laughs> i i went into a wawa i was like this is legitimate well, and like the floors are clean and i don't feel like i'm gonna get stabbed have you ever been to a highs because that's i have uh, highs is basically just like a da- it was a dairy store that then was like, well, we should also slap a gas station onto this. I've been to one on our way back from Tennessee, and it was like really scary. Tennessee? Yeah. W- wait, you were on your way back from Tennessee? You were from- in Tennessee, and there was a highs? No, I forget what's it. We're probably in Virginia. Because okay. I don't know where they're they're out of. and I've- They're out of, I found out, they're out of around this neighborhood or this area. <laughs> this, this neighborhood. Well, no, I went to my, <laughs> I went to my first highs um, this summer. I saw one day who had an ice cream sale. It was fine. Uh, but this summer has really been about kind of discovering the gas station, really, in a sense. Like Royal Farms, again, I'd never heard of them till I moved here. Uh, someone, when I moved out here, said the best fried chicken is at Royal Farms. I'm like, really? A gas station? Uh, yeah. But it is. It's the best fried chicken I've ever fucking best, tasted. Best gas station fried chicken, yes. Oh, uh, self-plug. Uh, go to citythatbreeds.com and read my review of their spicy chicken tenders. Thank you. Yes. Um, and, uh, like, yeah. So this whole gas station food thing is just like... I'm really enjoying it. I love the idea of like, I, I'm surprised that food of this quality is coming out of a gas station, but also I can't see pulling up to a gas station and having to eat mashed potatoes out of my own hands <laughs> while pumping gas because that is what just happened. Seems you haven't lived Allison. Like me unwrapping those sandwiches so we could eat them was a production and I'd have to eat these in the car or by a gas pump like no this is this is foolish i will it's like amazing and uh my dad was at a gas station in hawaii when he went on vacation last year and they had he took a picture he's like oh this weird thing called musabi you know which is the spam the spam uh uh sushi oh yes that's delicious (laughs) it was in a gas station they were selling it by the piece so apparently in Hawaii, you can go get a Spam Sushi. Can, I think you can get everything at a, at a gas station in Hawaii. I think it's just outside of New York City, gas stations are good and we've been fucked. I just had a thought. These sandwiches are better than any fucking Subway sandwich I've ever had. Oh, yeah. These are fantastic. I mean... Apparently are- Subway has done something now that's on their new menu, which I never realized why they never did it before, but now they're starting a garlic cheesy bread mm-hmm. yeah. sandwich now. Yeah. I don't know why it hasn't okay, been here's done. How I th- okay. You know what other innovation they just recently debuted? Sliders. Sliders. Seven Eleven's also doing sliders. I got a press release about it. Oh. I don't know 7-11? if I... 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven. And I'm like, they're doing cheeseburger sliders. I'm like, but you have the big bite. That was a major innovation in, in burgers. It was burgers. That's a cheeseburger shape- bigger bite. Yes, uh, but it was in the shape of a hot dog. I was about to say, that thing looked like a dog turd that had been rolled in cheese. And like, it is delicious. Uh, okay, The jalapeno cheeseburger big bite? No thanks. Back when I was... a. a Back when I was doing my peak years of being a raging alcoholic, <laughs> um, there was a 7-Eleven on my crawl home from one of the many bars that should not have been serving me because I was 17. And uh, yeah, cheeseburger big bites were a big part of like 
the the way home the it got me through those last six blocks i'm like i'm out of non-alcohol calories in my body and i need something to sop this up um and the same thing with the uh the squirt cheese wait wait, the, what was sopping it up the grease that was coming I out of the know. big Listen, bite it's 4 30 in the morning i've had tons of whiskey mm. 7-eleven's there i've got like six blocks to go to my house and i'm like I'm going to get a cheeseburger big bite and I'm going to cover it with chili out of a machine because this seems like a smart thing to do at 4.30 in the morning or like I get White Castles or something. Um, and yeah, it was great because like if you're drunk, you can all, like you, you need sometimes two hands to hold a burger, but with the cheeseburger big bite, you only need one hand to hold mm-hmm. the burger. Yeah. And then the you other. know you could also hold a burger with one yeah. hand. Yes, but then I need <laughs> the other hand to hold on to things so I could get home. Um so, God, thank God Alcoholism. I am sober. Yes, thank God I am sober now. You know, it was kind of like the deli guy on 77th Street and 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, that uh, when I would walk home from the bar, depending what time I'd, I'd walk in there, he'd, he'd know what I'd need. So, <laughs> it was like, if it was like 5 o'clock in the morning, it was always like, you know, <laughs> a sub. And it, I, I wonder if he had these pre-made, because in my mind, I was walked in, he slapped it on the counter, and I paid for it and Woo. left. <laughs> So, um, to the point of us talking about gas stations and stuff, this is not Thanksgiving just Thanksgiving and gas stations. This is, yes, Thanksgiving and gas stations. That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Um, it's not just a good sandwich for a gas station. This is a good sandwich. This is better than Subway. This is better than most fast food sandwiches I've had. This is actually as good as like some independent deli sandwiches. Yeah, I've had. I think aside from the, I'm not going to knock on the quality of the turkey, but the turkey is basically like it's deli gro- turkey, it's deli t- grocery store deli turkey. But, is but it I mean, it's, it's if got it, if it were a legit <laughs> carved, if yeah. this were a legit carved turkey, this would be a yeah. fantastic sandwich. Capital yeah. F. Yes. Speaking it, of which, we've got one more to try. Oh, yes. All right. And I'm actually going to recuse myself from this one. You're recusing why? yourself. Because it's got sweet potatoes, and I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like them. And I just tasted a little piece of the turkey, and it's, it's like sweet. What's your problem with sweet potatoes? I'm, I don't like Cranberry uh, sauce is sweet. I don't necessarily enjoy cranberry sauce. He's part Welsh, though. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, I know. But like, well, no, because you just like a plain ass potato. And like, no, Miss Thing, I just don't like sweet stuff. There, you know, your thousands of years, your DNA has been encoded to just like like plain boiled potato. Excuse, no, I was mainlining. You gummy could take bears, my but life, <laughs> but you could also take my sweet potatoes. Lick it, licking moss <laughs> off rocks and whatever else mm, the fucking Welsh were eating. Lichens. Like, yeah, lichens out of a bog. Sphagnum. All right, let's eat this sandwich. Okay, so this one is turkey with sweet potatoes. And what else? Gravy. And once again, you didn't put cranberry sauce on it. You know what? There was no cranberry sauce option. You should have gotten involved. Um, This one has regular mayo. Um, It does not have roasted garlic mayo. Why does it mayo? need mayo? <laughs> oh, yeah, great right. question. All right, we'll find this Time out. Time travel oh. sound effect. do 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 all right, time travel is complete. You guys uh, tasted the sweet potato. That sandwich was completely unnecessary. <laughs> that sandwich didn't need to exist. Ew. I mean, sweet potatoes. My sweet potatoes on don't. Now. Sweet potatoes do not belong on a sandwich. But you were saying that it has marshmallows. Matt believes Matt that believes. Matt believes there's more. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about sweet potatoes and marshmallows. Again, this was something I didn't really grow up with. I think people would like occasionally bring this to thanksgiving because they thought we should have it but we were italian we started everything with lasagna there would be a turkey but then it would just be all other italian shit like there were sausage and peppers and 
I don't even and remember. Marshmallow. And marshmallows. And marshmallows. <laughs> um, yeah, sweet potatoes, I don't think, need to be on this sandwich at all. I, yeah, I mean, like I was saying, I tasted like one little dollop of this stuff before. I was like, whoa, that's really sweet. Um, and I don't enjoy a sweet sandwich. All I tasted was sweet potatoes. It was essentially eating yeah, sweet potatoes it was. It was. It was eating uh, sweet potato casserole and bread. Okay. And uh, fun fact about sweet potato casserole, since this is a Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody know who invented sweet potato casserole? You did. No. Richard Nixon. The Cracker Jack Corporation. Ah. Interesting. It was in a cookbook. If anybody can get their hands on it, please send it to me because I would like it. Okay. It was, I bet uh, it's on eBay. It was, no, it was a whole uh, book done in the 1930s. Oh. I can make some calls. Using Cracker Jacks to... Uh, and oh, actually, the main wow. key factor in Cracker Jacks is not caramel. It's not caramel at all. It is marshmallow coated, then caramelized really? what? yep their no. whole cookbook was i'm gonna throw up oh my god that <laughs> do not get the sweet potato one their whole the whole recipe book was based off of marshmallows why do we have sweet potatoes and mashed potatoes for thanksgiving uh yeah because we're fatties what if, ooh, what if you could make a hybrid so sweet potatoes and regular potatoes <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> together. So it's just mashed potatoes. <laughs> sweet potato casserole is a dessert. Lesser sweet But, but you can make a very attractive swirl. You a know? swirl. A yin yang. Oh, like a soft serve. What if soft serve? <laughs> potato get, soft serve. You get mashed potatoes in a cone from a soft serve machine. Wow. Million dollar idea. Oh, I would. The hallmark of a good episode of the Robicelli Argument If Clinic. there's no million dollar idea. We don't. We haven't done our job that's true but i would eat a ice cream cone full of sweet potatoes Hmm. 16 spuds 16 (laughs) spuds and you could roll the top in marshmallows and pecans the garby craze that's sweeping america i god we're like the smartest people on earth this is great no because there's like the the commercial is like the carby craze that's sweeping america you get like fresh young teens walking around with their cones with the Oh, and then you instead of chocolate sauce, you drip it with gravy. Uh, this is so <laughs> God, we're so smart. Wait what, wait, what would take the place of like the jimmies, the little sprinkles? pecans? Crush up oh, okay. pecans, okay. Yeah. or or we could crunch up. Or you could use sprinkles because people are doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we could take stovetop stuffing and then just oh. crush it up into breadcrumbs and pour it on yeah. top. That is actually a smarter delivery system for Thanksgiving leftovers than this sandwich, a, like a cone. cone in a, a like Thanksgiving or a, cone or a waffle cone, like a waffle, waffle cone, <laughs> and you could just suck it out. But it would have to be a savory waffle cone. Well, waffle cones are kind of savory. Like, nah, they're they're, they're like, sweet. No, some of them are. Some of them are. So essentially, you're putting it in, and then you could just like slurp it out or like do yeah. shots of it. I'm all on yes. board for this. Move overs of egg free cookie yeah. dough. <laughs> so where is oh, okay? TCP so, turkey. <laughs> turkey. TCPMP <laughs> country's best mashed potatoes. Oh my god, we're so smart. Um. <laughs> So Wawa is in what? Jersey and Philly and Maryland and where else? I don't know if I've ever seen one in Virginia, but I, I think they're generally the eastern seaboard. Okay, so Sheets was that place that we went. We drove to the Blue Ridge Mountains and uh, down to Knoxville this summer. And we stopped. Saw, you saw Sheets that far out? We went to some gas station. We was like our first stop in Virginia. And again, we never, I don't think I'd ever really been to Virginia before. And we got out and, of course, encountered something incredibly racist within seconds mm. in a sheets. Was it in a sheets? It was in a sheets. Yeah. It was, uh, I was at the go, trying to get a soda. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And this 
very uh, as in my family we refer to them as healthy people. That means you're hugely obese. I call them water buffalo. Yes. Um, well, you're a big she was, guy too. She was bad. yelling at her yes. husband about how she could work for a man who hires black people. Oh boy! But he didn't use the word black people. Yeah. And I was like, wait, a, you know, again, I one of the parts we were worried about going down to Tennessee, Virginia, because I've never been to the South before. This was my first time in the South. And I have a ton of friends in the South, and they were, like, super liberal and, and super interesting, you know, of all colors and sexual orientations. And they were like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, you find pockets of it. But, like, and I was the first stop in Virginia. It, like, we were, hadn't even been encountering people for less than five minutes and already we heard people screaming the n-word in a gas station and then later on i did some research sheets is super conservative they spend a they sent a huge amount of money to donald trump and conservative causes every year that's oh. all they donate to so i will never and just so people know the n-word is not nancy pelosi nancy pelosi <laughs> Yeah, that's the other N-word. Uh, the, the only thing I will use sheets for is their bathrooms because they are clean. But um, fuck sheets. Wawa uh, does not... Fuck sheets. That's another $100 idea. $100 million <laughs> idea. Sheets. Disposable fuck sheets. Um, highs also does this. So I will not uh, eat anything at highs. But Wawa... Uh, Allison, let's not bring politics into this, okay? Yes. Um, everything is political. Uh, Wawa. They also, have... Sheets is based out of Pennsylvania, just like Wawa. Ah, but probably the not great part, like Pennsylvania. 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 Pennsylvania has got me so freaking depressed because every time I go up there, and then like I see how many people have the Trump signs, despite everything that is happening and continues to happen, and they're still so on board with it. Yeah, I'm also picturing Pennsylvania as one of those as seen on TV products. Pennsylvania. <laughs> It's like a, a pencil? <laughs> it's a pocket for your pencils. <laughs> it's a pocket protector? Has this ever it's happened a- to you? <laughs> it's like the grainy footage of them like losing all their pencils all over the floor. You need pencil tucky. A place to tuck your pencies. It's a cute, <laughs> and that is a cute name for a pocket protector. Pencil tucky. Which, which people can bring back. <laughs> pencil tuckies. Oh my God. Oh boy. So anyway. Yeah, I have you been at the beach? And lose all your pencils because you have no place to put them? Try the pencil tucky. I blew my nose into the microphone. Apologies, everyone. It's allergy season. Allergies. Comes in fun colors. This one has a Yoda on it. Pencil oh, baby tucky. Yoda. Baby Yoda. What? Not a Yoda, okay? Not a Yoda. Well, you, you won't acknowledge baby Yoda as an actual Yoda? Uh, no, Yoda's his name. That's not his species. What, what if we just walked around calling each other, hey, human? Human. What's up, human? Human, human, no, what's human number 8,348,355. This is how I call dogs and squirrels. I don't give any squirrel names, but I address all squirrel. of them in a very polite manner. Squirrel. Yes, I say hello. Hi, squirrel. Or okay. hello, dog. All right, I don't think this is going to be a challenge at all, but let's put these in order from uh, best to worst. Uh, best? Uh, I'm going I'm going mashed potatoes best. You know, my, my mashed potato sandwich didn't actually have any turkey in it. It just had um Um, i'm going second place the stuffing one and third place the wilford brimley the wilford brimley (laughs) diabetes i i'm I'm my pancreas hurts so bad right now i don't i don't need to rank these because uh it's just definitely not sweet potato it depends on my mood do i want to eat a bunch of mashed potatoes out of my hand 
then I'll go with the mashed potato sandwich. Am I saying that's something I don't want to do? Absolutely not. This is definitely something I would do. This is not. I mean, a that's like, it's like a one up. It's like you know, you used to have the. I used to, I used to make uh, sandwiches and put potato chips on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When during the summer, like you know, a bologna sandwich with potato chips. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm just thinking, you know, in the colder months, mashed potatoes, <laughs> mashed potatoes in a cone. I mean, like, okay, if you're gonna eat at a gas station, th- there's a f- like I bring this up a lot. Food shame that there are foods that. You feel a little bit dirty about eating them, but it feels dirty in the good way, like smoking in the bathroom when you're a teenager or like, you know, shoplifting or something like just like harmless crimes. Blowing uh, your boyfriend in the rectory. Wait. Yeah, exactly. Give it a hand job at the back of a movie theater. Classy stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know what, 7-Eleven? You're a gas station. You need to one up your yeah. your chili machine. You need to add another machine next to it. Mashed potatoes that does mashed potatoes and gravy. This mashed potato sandwich is like giving a hand job in the back of a movie theater. <laughs> it's just the Guys, right kind of wrong. I'm just saying, TCBMP is a billion dollar idea. Okay, turkey cranberry mashed potato. Y- yeah, in a cone. Yeah, okay. Turkey cone. All the hip teens will flock to this idea. <laughs> I'm going to run this by my kids later, and they're going to love it. I know it. No, they're not, because they don't like mashed potatoes. <laughs> I, yeah, but if it was in a cone, anybody will beat anything out of a cone. <laughs> I just want to see the footage of the kid on the skateboard in slow motion in midair with a cone. With the cone, cone with, with the thumbs yeah! up. <laughs> Extreme potatoes. <laughs> Living your best life. Wow, so. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was another brilliant episode of the Robert Chili's argument clinic with I agree. lots of potatoes and pot- um you can find us at robotellies.com slash podcast find us at robotellies on facebook follow evan's other podcast the city that breathes ctv.show yes and like subscribe tell your friends visit me on the takeout.com uh where monday through friday i'm the staff writer recipe writer resident idiot and um visit us at robotellies.com to sign up for our new Substack which is a uh, paid newsletter. It'll cost you five bucks a month. You mm. get exclusive recipes. You're mm. going to get um, podcast stuff. You're Ooh. going to get all of my not safe for work, very not safe for work uh, writing, which has been heavily censored by powers that be over the past five years. But if you missed the old Alison Robicelli, who once wrote a cupcake cookbook that featured content about frat boys butt chugging limoncello because that was an appropriate thing to put in a cupcake cookbook uh you can find us there uh all right thanks for and listening. also oh, uh, let's do some plugs for myself oh, uh, yeah. you know if you're in the arundel mills area on a friday or saturday night and want a hand job in the back of a movie theater mm-hmm. um yeah just uh bring me a gobbler and you're good yeah that's all the gobbler is the is the cost of entry. Cobbler and give him five bucks to send to his wife. There you go. And that's fine, honey. If you're going to go out, at least just some, make some money for the kids. I actually just wanted a sandwich. <laughs> yes, I know. But it's a tithing. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.